What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Music Corner Rough State Awaits. I'm Nate. Boy Trent. And I'm tired. And today is new albums. And we are doing this pretty early in the morning, so excuse our tiredness, as we all are pretty tired in one way or another. But even with that, we still got some albums to talk about. And at least for me personally, this week was. Speak was mighty tasty. I was actually pretty impressed with this week for the most part. But, um,. Yeah, we're going to get into it here. First off, with our good friends in the Stance Brothers Band, as they've released their debut album, the self-titled album. And let's start it off with you, Trent. So, going to start it out with a disclaimer. Um, even though Eddie is a great friend of ours, uh, I think we all went into this, like, putting that aside. Yes. Um, because when, you know, when it comes to music, you know, even though Eddie's a good friend, like, if it's bad, I'm still going to let him know, hey, this was bad. Exactly. Right. But I don't have to do that because it was actually really good. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the twang that that Eddie, you know, has and, and, and gives um, is it's different for me because I have never went and saw them. I never listened to any of the stuff they put out before except for what, you know, I heard on people's stories and whatnot. Um but when I used to go play with Eddie, because uh, he wanted me in one of his original bands to play bass, um, and that was back when he was more for like the harder rock style. Um, he is—he's a musical genius. He really is, <laughs> uh, and it, this album shows it because he can—he's the—I think he's the most versatile musician that I know, or that we know at least. Um, and he really puts it into this album. I didn't have a problem with most anything, really. Um, I think the entire album was really, really fucking solid. I mean, for eight songs, you know, wasn't bad. Some of the songs, like, it could have been, like, a little bit shorter. That's mm-hmm. um, yeah, just personal opinion, I think. Um, like, it was, like, changing on this night. Like, it's, like, five and a half minutes i'm like okay i'm like we can probably kind of dial that down a little bit um but overall um yeah i loved it it's it's an eight out of ten for me um it's it's great uh go check it out give the stats some love man yeah genuinely like i'm on the same boat here uh especially considering like this is a step eh, this is the style of music that uh you really want to catch me listening to you know willingly at least but um no with eddie uh yes he's very versatile in everything he's done whether he's doing something like this or like i know he's told me he's done like metal projects in the past you know he like he he can do any genre it seems like for sure and trent you were saying how like you used to like uh you like did a little band with him too back then too mm-hmm. <laughs> i was gonna say i think at one point we all were a we part of some did. project with him yeah whether it was short-lived or not i mean like yeah it's just you just want to try to be with eddie and like you know see his uh, his talent uh be right next to you and everything you know but yeah going into this album and knowing that it was gonna be a classic rock bluesy maybe even a little bluegrass style i was like you know what you know i'm just we're just going to go into it open-minded and I thoroughly enjoyed it. This ain't your world is still my favorite song off the album. Even the day that they put this out as a single, I believe it was the first single they put out for it. It was 
it's awesome. Like I actually saved that to my my playlist immediately. Like I really fuck with that song because the thing is, is with their style of music, for the most part at least on this album, um, it's the kind of classic rock that I would find me and my dad listening to. Like you know, whenever I was a kid and he popped in a CD or something, and it was like a classic rock album. Uh, the specific ones that come to mind is like an Eric Clapton style. I mean, I believe I was even the one who described Eddie as like reminded me of Eric Clapton even. And I had like we had like some kind of like compilation CD of like all of Clapton's uh best songs from like whatever project he had been working on or whatever and it was it was great it was like a great time it was very chill i mean eric clapton's a legend of course um and the stats brothers band on this album just gives me those vibes you know i mean other songs i love too uh through to you won't let go watch you fall and on this night i mean a couple of those are even some of the slower ones i believe too and they they're really good. I don't think anything is as hard as the Saint Your World that I recall, but it's still like a really solid listen. Uh, and there were a couple moments too where I was just like, eh, it's a little too slow for me, a little too much leaning on the countryside, but nothing too wrong with that even either, considering that like I wasn't hating every moment of it. I was just kind of like chilling. I was vibing to it. It was. It was different, and I'm really glad that I was able to enjoy this project, too, despite it being a music genre that I'm not too uh, invested in. So with that, I gave it a 7.5 out of 10, and I remember immediately after this album was done, I messaged Eddie, and I was like, all right, dude, when's the vinyl coming out? <laughs> I was like, I would buy it. Dude, literally, he said there's physicals coming, too, for it. I don't know for vinyl, but he said there's physicals coming soon. I'm like, all right, Ooh. I will invest, honestly, even if it's just a CD, you know? Just pop it on in the car if uh, my Bluetooth ever goes out. Like, oh yeah, there you go. So yeah, so didn't have a ten for me on that one, Sebastian. So with this one, um, it's been a while since I've listened to anything good in the realm of southern rock, country, uh, whatever you would want to call this. Um, it's been a while, and uh, I'm glad that the Stats Brothers kind of like gave me something to kind of hope for in the future being good rock music that isn't super derivative or tasteless um yeah it starts off really fucking catchy with uh the saint your world of course as uh previously stated uh great single definitely one of the most memorable on the albums i i've had that guitar the guitar riff and everything stuck in my head all week um yeah, and then after that, uh, sadly, the only part of the album I will give this like kind of like a lower uh, rant about is the song Memory. Uh, not because the song itself, it's just the mix on the vocals. I love the harmonies of it, but I had to turn it up quite a bit to hear it because the vocals were very low mixed. And that is the only song that this has a problem with. So I really don't think it was just like a... I think it was just more of like a accident sort of deal, so I don't think it's more of a, uh, you know, issue or a choice that they made. I just genuinely think it was just like an accident that happened like right before release or something. Uh, but very good overall, the song itself. Uh, other than that, it kicks it up from there with the next track, uh, Through to You. And uh, I like that one because I had like kind of like a ZZ Top kind of sound. Um, but definitely doing their own thing with it and it, it was just a very fun track i can definitely like i can even like dance to this one very good um 
and another memorable track as well was on this night i thought it was very sincere very sweet and the uh, lyrics from what i heard because obviously i don't really uh have the ability to look this up on lyric genius but <laughs> it's very very well put together and i thought was very well sung as well by our boy eddie very uh beautiful voice you know that guy can has some burning hands and got some soft pipes man um yeah uh it ended very fun with bourbon in the barrel that was probably my second favorite track overall uh i thought that was a very good ending to the album but yeah overall man like for a fucking first album man what a good way to start off i very proud of the boys out here uh you know shout out to everybody in the band you guys are awesome eight out of ten for sure check this one out if you guys can listening absolutely for sure but all right moving along let's go to the heavier side of things here with a new infury album vile genesis and go ahead Sebastian. i'll let you start this yeah i don't have too much to say so i won't be too long here uh it was just okay um vocals uh mixed way too quiet it's your typical metal uh kind of curse that goes on in the mixing booth uh the instrumentals are very well put together uh, I mean, it's not something I haven't heard before, but I I think for what it is, it does a pretty good job. I just wish the vocals were, you know, maybe a little bit higher in the volume realm, but can't ask for too much, I guess. Uh, uh, five out of ten. You know, it's just very middle of the road for me. And, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's pretty okay. I get it. I get that. Uh, Trent, go ahead. This one I actually didn't mind too much, which was really funny. Um, it is it's the first album I listened to this week, or second, my bad, second album. Uh, and if I I liked the the first few songs, I got to admit, I thought they're they're pretty cool. Um, it's something you know a little out there. You know, I I, I always like you know finding like these types of metal bands, um, especially when we do it on the podcast as well. But like. Mostly because most of like the really weird metal bands have fucking sick ass album art. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. And yeah. it's like uh one of the bands that I don't listen to a lot, but I love their album art is Aborted. I don't know if you've ever listened to uh, mm-hmm. Aborted, but like they've got really cool album art. <laughs> um, but yeah, Violent. I saw this. I was like, oh boy, this is fucking nuts. Uh, and it was it was pretty fucking nuts. Um, I will agree with Sebastian. Sometimes the the vocals kind of yeah uh, at some points, um, but you know that's metal. The instrumentation, I I give a lot of credit to people in the metal you know community for uh, how they do their instruments, um, especially like guitar players, uh, because it sometimes it can be really fucky. So uh, yeah, I I say you know good job to them for doing what they do. Um, they're not it's it's going from their discography it seems like they're not new to the metal game so um yeah for me it's a say it was a six out of ten all right yeah so in free uh i've actually seen live before prior to this album and everything and i believe that was yeah that was in 2020 before the pandemic i saw them in january they opened for what was the show? it was the brand of sacrifice in free signs of the swarm and uh shadow of intent it was 
pretty heavy show, if you ask me. Uh, and while they are really good live, you know, he actually has, like, a lot of energy live, and, like, you can just tell he loves doing what he does. Like, he just had, like, a big smile on his face almost the whole set. It was it was great. It was actually pretty wholesome. I'm like, that's awesome. You know, do what you love. And, um, you know, I've listened to some of their albums, too, in the past, and none of them really interested me. I mean, it's just, it's death metal, you know, in modern day death metal that is, you know, I guess you can understand most of it uh, some of the time. But uh, with this one, I kind of went in there with uh, low expectations, and I was actually very pleased with what I heard, you know? I mean, this actually is probably, like, one of the best albums I've heard from the band yet, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, No Gods But Our Flesh, the opening track, really solid, just kind of sets the tone and style for the entire album, too, as most of the songs kind of get repetitive, you know? But it's it's still a really good song. I think I only didn't save two songs, but other ones I really enjoyed, uh, the title track, uh, Carving Thine Kingdom, uh, I think it's Simeon Hive. That one, really solid. I mean, these are great songs. It's a great album. Very consistent all the way through. And really no complaints other than the two songs I didn't save. But um, yeah, 8 out of 10 for me on that one. But now we are going on to a new album here from Wage War, Manic. And I I am going to go off here you know in, in a good way but i need to like have some you know i need to explain myself with this one so wage war uh i have not been impressed with since their debut album blueprints um that was probably like their last good album in my opinion like last really good album i'll i'll be it uh because after that day came out with dead weight which was very just mediocre you know there really wasn't much to it other than you know, three four songs maybe and then there was Pressure, which, Trent, uh, you weren't here for this, but uh, if you look in the chat there, that's the album cover for Pressure. Uh, very uh, MS Painty looking, very just like... Not... I have seen that one before. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's not a very interesting album cover at all. Uh, just to explain it, it's like there's this orange, like pathway with the blue sides and a big black background and just a diamond in the middle that's that's it that there's nothing else to it i'm basically explaining it if you even look it up you'll see how just bland it seems you know and that album was very very underwhelming and uh very a big ripoff of architects too at least with their one song low which ironically is like their biggest song but it, the the intro uh guitar riff is dead on balls to the intro guitar riff of doomsday by architects it's it's wild it i don't understand how this one just gets so much I mean I think this one has more listens than Doomsday if not it's very close it's like very close and I, I don't know I mean dig what you dig but the album overall did not impress me at all and I went to this one here Manic with super low expectations just cause I'm I didn't think that they could come out with a good album again but lo and behold this album was actually really fucking good and it it blew me away. Like, after listening to, like, the first song, I was like, okay, we might have something here, but I'm not getting my hopes up. And almost every song after that was just amazing. Like, Teeth, 
Manic. High Horse, I believe, was the first single they put out. And honestly, even go back now and listen to it on the album. It, it sounds really solid. Um, what was the one song, though? I think I want to say it was either... Yeah, it was the title track, Manic, I think was the one that, like, had, like, the... It, it kind of, like, not slowed it down, but it had kind of, like, just, like, those beats instead of, like, you know a lot of instrumentals I guess you could say but I thought it was actually really cool that was the point though I was getting worried like oh no is this album gonna like take a nosedive but in fact quite the opposite it only got better after that um I believe the only song I didn't save though was Never Say Goodbye which was like uh one of the slower-ish songs but even then it still is a good song you know it just really I didn't really see it having a place in my playlist but I would still go back to it you know it was still good and yes this album is still pretty generic metalcore I'm not gonna deny that one bit I mean even all the songs on here especially the heavier ones sound exactly the same to one another with just like you know a little bit of a difference here and there uh I don't remember the exact song but I do remember one of them had like pinch harmonics in it I think it might have been true colors or slow burn if I'm not mistaken one of one of the ones in the uh the back half of the album had like pinch harmonics which I was like um this is after the bear question mark but um it was actually really cool to see that at least like something a little bit different you know so yeah I mean I was just I was very impressed I really enjoyed this album it gets an 8 out of 10 for me and I'm just happy that I can actually enjoy Wage War again uh in terms of albums in its entirety so yeah that's it for me Sebastian so I don't really have too much in the realm of experience with Wage War. Um, there was a long time ago, very, for uh, Nate and I, where we both once covered a song from Wage War. <laughs> a couple. Um, a couple songs, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. When the fuck was that? Uh, 2018. Yeah, summer of 2018. Yeah, it was a very, it was a very uh, interesting time, to say that's the like, least. That's like Call of the Void era. Oh yeah, <laughs> almost. Yeah, I think it was a little bit after. It was like right after. Dude, we just gotta bring it back and only do wage war covers now <laughs> um, with tool riffs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> just put everything in drop D. That's all we need. Um, but yeah, so I will say uh, this this album was a pleasant surprise for me. I was not expecting really anything that good from them. I never have been a fan previously. Uh, I've seen them in concert, and I really don't remember it. I have pictures of me being there, but I, yeah, I don't remember anything from the show. Was it was it so Warped Tour? So if that tells you anything, I just wasn't looking very forward to this album. Was but that Warp? Was that Warp Tour? That was uh, uh, Sonic Temple. That's right. Yep, I remember you said that now. Yeah, because I have uh, pictures of me there crowd surfing. So. <laughs> It's like, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, like, it was a good festival overall. Just definitely not one of the more memorable bands from that day I won. Um, but yeah, with this album, uh, the first song, it kicked ass. Uh, sounds really good, but man, some of these lyrics, they, <laughs> they got me, uh, they got me really fiending for that, uh, you know, Dawes razor blade, you know, um, because <laughs> like my demons uh, in the hall, <laughs> one of my favorite lyrics um, from there, and 
yeah other than that some of the lower registered vocals not like screaming but just like they went into like this kind of sound kind of reminded me of a uh like pantera kind of like just like the phil ensemble kind of like low growly vocal type uh, i thought that was pretty good uh but yeah this this album it it smacks i don't really have too much to say it's nothing i haven't heard too much before but considering the band's track record and not being very memorable for me i'm glad that this album made me feel something so uh yeah this one is an eight out of ten uh i very pleasantly surprised with it and i honestly would like to hear more from here especially if they're going in a direction that's a little bit more like this there you go trent go ahead this is the first album I ever listened to by Wage War. I'm going to get that out the gate right now. Um, and honestly, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I heard like a few songs here and there from a particular individual that Sebastian and I used to hang out with. Uh, and I didn't really like it. Uh, it's funny because like I, <laughs> I used to think that that album, what the fuck was it called? Pressure. I honestly thought that was a Dance Gavin Dance album. <laughs> it, I mean, I, if, it, if the style was like a little bit more enhanced, yes, I could totally see that. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, huh. <laughs> Wage War, eh? <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, um, it was it was pretty crazy. Uh, I I have heard the name Wage War. You know, like I guess there was a buddy of ours who used to be like obsessed. Um, so, yeah, so I like, I knew what I was getting into, um, and actually, you know, I was presently surprised that I enjoyed it, um, because it's not something that I never thought I would listen to, but no, I think they did a, uh, I think they did a really good job because it, it was enjoyable. Um, I will agree. Some of the lyrics there were a little, a little, a little yike. <laughs> In the ways of, uh, um, I guess, uh, you know, it's like emo shit goes, <laughs> for lack of a better wording there. Um, but no, overall, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it gets a seven, music corner seven from me. Um, I might come back to it. I might add a few songs, you know, the, the playlists and stuff. Um, but yeah. I hear ya. All right. Well, there you go. First half down. <clears throat> Got a second half to go. But before we get there, let's have a word from our sponsor. And we are back. All right. Let's hop into it now with a new album from Carnifex, Graveside Confessions. Go ahead, Sebastian. Man, I, I, I've been a Carnifex fan for a little bit. Obviously, the amount of times I talk about my bass and dark glass together uh it's kind of illegal at this point i'm sorry uh but it has to be stated again carnifex has some of the best bass and metal uh just the sound wise the tone wise this album not as much i barely fucking heard the bass like at all uh, i heard it in the beginning and i was very happy about it because i thought i was going to be like oh man the fucking bass is cranky it's good and then um yeah, it just kind of got lost in the mix. Uh, it kind of became Injustice for All after a while. Um, a lot of songs just tended to blend for me. Uh, just, it sounded 
good overall. Like it's not it's not like a bad sound. Like this is not unfinished. It's not horrible. It's just man, I can't fucking get on this mixing. It's the vocals too low and sometimes really really fucking dry in some places. Um Carry Us Away had by far the worst of it. The worst of it. It actually like left my ear ringing quite a bit just because it was just so sloppily mixed and threw together and it just I felt like he was singing into a can of beans. Um just really uh really bad sound here. Uh yeah, I, I think I've mentioned the mix at least five times in my fucking notes here. I don't know what I was on when I was reviewing this for that day, but yeah, um it just takes away from the charm that I got into albums previous, like uh, Slow Death and and Until I Feel Nothing, which are my two favorites from the Carnifex collection here. But yeah, overall, this disappointed me very much. Um, yeah, I just I wish I had more to say, but yeah, just big letdown for me. I love Carnifex still. I'm still gonna jam to a lot of their songs here, but definitely. Definitely a skippable album for me. Uh, this is a 4 out of 10. Damn. All right. Uh, Trent? Uh, I will have to say the same. Oof. Uh, as the first Carnifex listen, full album, um, I was not impressed. Uh, the mix as well kind of it, it left me hurting a little bit on like one or two songs. Um, but like... I'd say I'll say like the first like two songs I was like really hyped up for. I think those were like really good. Um and then like towards like the midway point I was like what the fuck? Like I just had I just had no idea what the fuck was going on. Um and I I will say like I know a lot of people rave about Carnifex. You know, and I knew this was a very like hyped album, you know. Um but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't get it. Um, it's a five out of ten for me. Uh, it's not, it's not gonna make like the worst ones because like, you know, I can still appreciate you know some parts. Um, but I will have to go back and listen to other stuff. Um, just to see the uh, the difference in it. But. Damn. Well, damn. Sorry, you guys didn't enjoy this one though. Shit. Uh, I surprisingly did i mean yeah, you're garbage i i i because I, I, uh, I like generic death gore uh no but like i mean i it is definitely generic death gore though i mean there isn't anything too special about this album in fact i don't have a lot to say but i do know that like i mean this is kind of carnifex's style at least with their later stuff and I, I do still dig it i mean i even loved world war x that came out in uh 2019 and i feel like Nobody really talks about that album even now. I that surprised me. It was like one of my uh, better al- metal albums from uh, 2019 that I listened to. Uh, but yeah, with this one, I mean, I think one of the things that like also puts a damper on the album is that like it's kind of long, but it's only because the last three songs are from like I believe it was like their first album, but re-recorded to sound like something off this album if I'm not mistaken. So, like, that adds to the time of the album already, which is already at, like, I don't know, I think, like, 50-some minutes, maybe, like, 49-ish or whatever. But, I mean, I still liked it. I still found something to enjoy about it. I mean, the title track on the first song, I think is, it's great. 
you know, I love that. Uh, and after that, it's just like, it's all good songs that I added, like, you know, to my playlist that are just enjoyable. You know, it does. It's not necessarily that like, oh, they're amazing or anything like that. It's just like, I enjoyed it. If it came on randomly, that's okay. Cause I like the song, you know, that's how it goes. But yeah, overall, I still gave it an eight out of 10. And I just going to leave it at that. Can't wait to see them uh, Sunday from the day of recording as they'll be playing at that Black Dahlia murder show. So that's exciting. But uh, yeah, moving along here. We got a new album from Ask in Alexandria. See what's on the inside. Go ahead, Trent. So um, with the album we had from Ask in Alexandria last year, um, if anybody was on or listened to the episode... Um, I don't like casting Alexandria, and I, uh, uh, I made that known, um, just because they're a bunch of assholes, uh, and, yeah, the album last year was garbage, uh, and this one, I had no high hopes going into it, uh, but I do think it was better than, uh, the album last year, um, and I they changed something and I couldn't tell you what the fuck it was because really I mean it's, it still wasn't great but it was it was a little bit better than last year um, I think I think it flowed a little bit better um, like overall like going from like you having like an intro and like just going on um, but yeah I mean it it wasn't too long which is also a plus. Um, the Karn effects, like, being, like, a little bit longer didn't really, you know, affect me. Um, but this one, like, it, it, so I think it's something about, like, the guy's voice that just gets me. You know, just, it just irritates me. Um, which is funny, because, like, you know, like, I, I listened to, like, King Diamond, you know, and, like, Rob Halford, and, like, that shouldn't, you know, pe- people get irritated out of that. And I'm like, I, I don't know. There's just like, you know, you, when you hear something, you're like, I fucking hate this. Like, that's just, that's just what that is. Um, hey, overall, I mean, it gives it five out of 10 for me. Um, I don't remember what I gave the one last year, but, um, this is like, it's, it's very middle of the road. Um, where like some parts I was like, yeah, like I just forgot I was asking Alexandria because it, it was like a little bit, um, different. I guess. Uh, and then some parts I was really just like, no, nah, this isn't that great. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, going into this album, I knew that like they were probably going to stick to that hard rock sound that was very present on the last album. And I did like the last album. I actually didn't mind it one bit, uh, especially considering that like it was such a shift from like this, you know, post-hardcore sound in general. I think, because I mean, like at least with their self-titled album from... I want to say 2017, there was still, like, a sense of post-hardcore in their music, if any, you know, just, like, a little bit there, but after that, when you get to House on Fire, it's completely hard rock at that point, and they're just kind of continuing that trend now on this album, and uh, one note I want to make kind of that's I feel is very interesting is that this album got little to no promotion by the band like they said that like the album was coming out whenever they said that I think it was about a month or two ago and they released a single for it which was Alone Again probably like the best song on the album even too and that was it they didn't promote it at all they have been touring of course but I mean like you 
could probably still promote your new album that's coming out, you know? And I don't know. I feel like not a lot of people are going to realize that this new album came out unless, of course, they both follow the band religiously or they have, like, you know, they follow them on Spotify or Apple. I don't know if Apple actually does the notification thing now, but... I, I don't know. I just I find it kind of interesting that the band didn't decide to promote this album so much. Um, but with that, I guess that there is a reason, considering it's not that good of an album. I mean, it's got a couple good songs in the beginning. Like I said, Alone Again was probably my favorite song. I believe I also saved Faded Out. But then when we got to like Never Gonna Learn or If I Could Erase It, it just started to get very repetitive and very generic and just boring i got bored listening to this album and it's not like the song structures are bad or anything i mean they sound pretty tight especially the instrumentation too and his vocals i mean they're not the best but i mean for what the band is working here we're working with here it's it works it's just that, I don't know, I, I, I like the Metalcore days better. I like it better when they were just like that emo Metalcore band from Warp Tour. Way more than what they're doing now. Uh, despite liking their album from last year. Um, yeah, that's just, it's kind of it. I mean, yeah, there's some cool riffs too. I think Misery Loves Company had like a really cool like intro riff. But after that, I just didn't have too much to say. I still gave this album a 6.5 out of 10 because, like I said, it wasn't, like, the worst thing ever. It was just more boring than anything. But, yeah, I, I don't really think it's still worth checking out, even if, like, you are a fan. It just... It, if you want to listen to a hard rock Ask in Alexandria, listen to House on Fire. It's way better. It's got more catchy songs. And, yeah, just all around a better album. That's all I got for this one. Sebastian, go ahead. Man, just give me one. Give me one good Asking Alexandria album. Uh, I want to see what the hype is about with this band, but I still don't see it. It's been how many years now since I've started like listening to heavier music and people have recommended this band so many times to me. Never can find anything good from them. Ever. It's just, it's hard. Uh... Yeah, man, it's uh, it's an anticlimactic album, to say the least. The starting song had me a little bit excited. thought they were going to be doing something new because it started very grand and very big. And then, um, yeah, it just went into fucking emo arena rock. It's just so fucking overdone at this point with a lot of bands that I really kind of run out of shit to say. And I'm sorry, I know it's uh, not good on me for this podcast to run out of shit to say. But, yeah, I really thought it would go harder, and I wish it would have. Uh, Faded Out had by far one of the most butthole-puckering sounds I've heard in a while. He did, like, this, like, fast staccato vocal line oh, where right. he, at the end, was, like, <laughs> as if he just did, like, something, like, <laughs> monumentally right. fast that. that's, like, never been done. Oh, like, shit. I don't know what he was trying to go for. I'm like, I'm sorry if you think that was impressive. I've heard so many other fucking bands do it before and way fucking better. Um, yeah, the instrumentals, man, they they helped the song at least, but <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, speaking of bad, this album was so much worse going through it all, man. 
every song just got a little bit more drawn out and overdone after another. Uh, just mediocre at best, uh, shit at worst. Um, the, the album just tries so hard at points to sound larger than life with the production and some of the riffs, but like it just it can't carry it. It can't carry the size that they're trying to convey. It's like one of those big ass like DBZ uh, villains that have like the huge upper fucking bodies and the small ass like teeny like toothpick legs. You know, you if you're gonna try to support something big, you gotta have a good base underneath you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, this was this was bad, man. This was a three out of ten for me. Asking Alexandria, well, I, I'm asking them to please just make good music, please. There you have it, yeah. Very underwhelming album. But this next one, I believe, won't be too underwhelming at all because it's the last album, and it's by Poppy. Her new album, Flux. All right, so Poppy, a very interesting artist. Uh, We reviewed her album last year, I Disagree, which we we liked it and everything. We thought it was pretty pretty decent here. Um, I know Sebastian really liked that one a lot. Um, For me, I just kind of was... I, I I thought it was good, but like I, thinking back now, there's not a lot of memorable songs on there for me personally, other than like maybe like three, maybe four, um, and it just kind of is there, you know. But it's still a good album, nevertheless. And now with this album, I went here just like you know with just neutral feelings, you know. I don't know if I'm gonna love it. I don't know if I'm gonna hate it. I'm not going in with low expectations or high. I'll just go into it and. What came out of this was, like, first of all, the best album of the week, and I think one of her best albums in general, you know? At least it's up there for me. Um, I mean, the song, the opening track, Flux, you know, the title track, super solid with, like, this, like, punky, grunge-like, you know, sound to it, which is pretty consistent on the entire album, which is also apparent on the following track, Listen to Damage. That's my favorite song on this whole album. That song is awesome and like there's just some moments in there too where like she's giving me vibes of like you know no doubts Gwen Stefani kind of style thing you know and then like she's like doing like some screams on here too which I think is like awesome that she's doing more screaming um it's something I could have used more on from I disagree I think even uh yeah and then like towards like the uh the latter half of the album she even starts to go a little shoegaze you know which i mean i'm all for that i fucking love shoegaze dude i will take some shoegaze influences on an album uh and she does it really well too like her soft voice really works for that style of music and yeah like i said this whole album is just packed with like metal and grunge and punk and a little bit of shoegaze sprinkled on there it's it's great it's a really good listen it's not even that long either it's it's I'm pretty sure her shortest album to date and yeah i think she did it really well i gave it another eight out of ten and like i said it's my favorite of the week i really fucked with it a lot so yeah there you go for me trent go ahead uh so this one um i I've, I've never really looked into poppy um even like the album last year uh that was like my first lesson i think and uh yeah, I mean this one was pretty good. Um, overall, uh, I gave it a seven. You know, it's it's still something I'm getting used to with with what she what she gives. Um, but I will give her a lot of credit. Um, this was definitely um, an album that I'm I'm not gonna say it's bad. You know, um, 
Was it my favorite of the week? Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe not. Probably not. I think the Stats Brothers is my favorite of the week. Gotta be honest. <laughs> um, no, I I, I gave this one a music corner seven. Uh, it's something again to get used to. Um, and I'll 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 come back to this album in a bit and be like, yeah, this was uh, this was really good. But yeah, uh, her voice. Uh, she, I think she's got a beautiful fucking voice. Um, she is very versatile. Um. And yeah, um, overall, I don't think there was a song that like I really just like straight up hated. Um, it was pretty good. So yeah, there you go. All right, uh, Sebastian. Ooh, ooh, I I like Bobby a lot. Um, yeah, I got into her obviously last year with I disagree. That was my first outing. And still my favorite overall. I, man, I, I'm a I'm a sucker with like that that really like clean bubblegum pop sounding vocals with just ass kicking metal in the background. You know, I, I like that sound. Obviously, I I like baby metal. I'm one of those people. I know, um, but I do like that sound a lot. I think it's just such a cool little juxtaposition of music, and I honestly loved it. But with this album, I'm happy that she did something different because, uh, as you guys know, I like bands with a lot of versatility and artists that just like to shift genres and do it tastefully as well. They're not going into something that they are clearly not very good at and not refining enough to put out an album with. But with this, man, Poppy does a fucking great job. Um the beginning marching beat with that like hyper ass keyboard in the background for the first track uh that was fucking awesome i was very just hooked in right away that was a very very good attention grabber i uh, got a little 80s inspired with the vocals and by that i'm talking about just like the more reverby sounds that is for like some of the cleans um as well as a scream to boot I was not expecting her to actually like scream scream, which is pretty cool. Uh, like Nate said, I really wish she could have done that and I disagree. That would have fit really well for some of the songs there. Um, but overall, it's still cool that she is doing it in general. Uh, and that's just like the title track. All those things I just said there. But from there, uh, the fuzz distorted sounds and tracks as uh, so mean and lessen the damage. It's a great translation of like Poppy's typical sound into like this like punk sound that everybody's trying to do nowadays. I think Poppy has done it like by far the best so far for me at least. Uh, I like it a lot. Really cool. Uh, slowed down a little bit energy wise, but that's not a bad thing. Uh, far from bad at all but you know some some tracks for me were a little bit on the forgettable side as in not ones i wouldn't come back to just i kind of forgot about them on a second listen uh which is like um uh, on the level sorry about the stutter there on the level and as strange as it seems that one uh those two are just a little bit more forgettable for me but still good songs overall uh, but yeah, the ending just fucks some shit up again. Good way. Uh, with Never Find My Place, by far just my favorite of the whole album. 
uh just yeah man this thing just banger after banger with like i said just two songs that were a little bit met in my books but still highly recommend it check it out it's poppy she does a fucking great job and i'm giving this one an 8.5 out of 10 not as high as i disagree but this is by far like my second favorite poppy album i've listened to and i've listened to uh am i a girl as well so i'm gonna keep continuing in the discography and hopefully uh I can come out with a conclusive ranking at some point. There you go. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's been the week. Before we go, though, album recommendations. Uh, Trent, you can go ahead first. Um, you know what? <laughs> I think I got one. I don't know if I talked about this album. Um, however, I did mention the band, so uh, I think you know. I think I might have. I might have. Um, uh, we're going with Aborted um, and their album Terror Vision. I don't know if I've done that one before. It was from 2018. Oh, I think I listened to that one too. That was a good one. That was a solid one. Um, it is definitely, you know, heavier shit. So if you're not a fan, don't listen to it. Um, but. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've listened to this one, but I, I I was thinking about it and I was like, fuck. I was like, I remember how much I fucking loved this album when it like came out and I was listening to it because uh, I saw it on like fucking like indie merch store or something when they like you know promote the fuck out of bands on Instagram. Um, so and I was like, oh okay. I was like, I don't know what the fuck they are, but they got a cool ass album cover. Um, and so I listened to it and I fucking loved it. Um. Farewell to the Flesh, you know, it's a great t- the title track. Uh, a lot of good songs. Uh, and I, I would recommend if you like that that heavier shit. Uh, and they actually just put on an album this year, too. Um, yeah, I have, whole... I have a Fear Future episode, yep. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. I was like, I don't know if we have it for a future episode. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I have yet to listen to that, uh, and I am actually very excited to get to listen to that. So, yeah, go go check them out. There you go. All right, Sebastian, what you got? Sebastian. Sorry about that. I forgot oh. to hit the unmute button. Um, Classic Sebastian. Yeah, at this point, that's like a staple here. Right. Uh, for this week, I have not gone through this whole album yet, so hashtag fake fan, but I've been going back and listening to Denzel Curry recently, and uh, I just wanted to get into one more because I really fucking like the sound uh, that he provides. And I wanted to go with one that a lot of people would know, which would be Taboo. It's either or Tattoo. I don't know. The it's 13, taboo. I think yep. it's supposed to be a B. Yeah, but, Taboo. But yeah, Taboo. Um, yeah, you got, of course, like the big, big uh, single off of that one, Clout Cobain, which I, I think that one is just an endless banger uh, back to front. Uh, really good and then you also got some really good songs on here that I really like called Vengeance uh, it has JPEG Mafia on there who I'm a huge fan of as well and then you got Sirens with Jid uh, I, I like Jid a lot as you guys can tell I've been talking about him quite frequently whenever he pops up in places and yeah man the guy's fucking flow is great and on this album nonetheless just fucking fun ass time um yeah i i want to get through more of this album i've just i put it on shuffle and i've been enjoying every song i've heard so far 
And uh, if you guys haven't heard Denzel Curry's music before, highly recommend checking it out. The guy is a highly versatile rapper who's got some really cool flows and honestly just some really good grit to him as well. The guy is just, he's one badass dude. I like him. He's a cool guy. Uh, Taboo by Denzel Curry. Good shit. All right. Uh, today I only have a song uh, because it's from an album that I've already recommended. But the song will just like go so hard, like it'll probably make you want to listen to the album. Uh, but the album would have been a sleep token sundowning. But the song that I'm recommending today is Dark Signs because oh my god, it is. It's such a unique song. I would have to say, like the fact, like that they use like kind of like ambient and electronic elements more than the actual like you know metal instrumentation for this song specifically is it's beautiful it's amazing and i love the lyrics the lyrics are i don't know man it it just it hits right it hits right with the, these kind of lyrics that they use but the band i mean obviously we reviewed them recently they're very unique they're very interesting i love their style love the look too i love just that like mysterious look to them of like not knowing who that is or anything but you know it's it's awesome dark science sleep token check out the song and then check out the album i mean seriously it's i can't recommend it enough it's it's so good but yeah there you have it that has been the week uh trent sebastian as always thank you for joining and we will see you guys in the next episode this has been the music corner of state awaits and we are signing off